0: Let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of Fan Speculation. CJ Palmasano. Vinny Carini, and we're being joined by one of my best friends. I love him like a brother. I love Vinny like a brother, too. I love both these men like brothers. This is my good buddy, Andreas Alicaros, all the way from Parts Unknown. I won't say you where you are if you don't want to.
1: Nah, I'm from Houston, Texas. No, i excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for, for letting me talk and... and exciting episode coming up talking about some really interesting things so thank you
0: yeah of course hell yeah so um andreas is a big fan of the podcast um good very good friend of ours and we wanted to have him come on um although you did text me saying i'm sorry i'm cheating on you with the metallica podcast
1: yeah that one came out it's on its second episode so but i I still trade off I, i i Listened a good bit of the previous episode where you went through um, the remake of the of the sequel trilogy. So I'm like, I think about eighty percent into that episode, and it's really good so far. Like some of the of stuff that you're saying is Metallica. like, <laughs>
0: which which I know who's going to win in that in that battle. It's going to be <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> for sure, Real quickly is sure. a quick fun little thing. Um, Andreas has seen Metallica close to twenty times, and that's not even a joke. Wow.
1: Yeah, about, yeah eighteen twenty i I forget right now but but above above fifteen for sure, yeah,
0: wow, even so. getting Metallica to sign a poster that said, Will you marry him to his now wife the day before meeting his favorite band and then proposing to the love of his life the very next day,
2: wow,
1: it was a great weekend, it was a fucking sick weekend
0: that's so. amazing.
1: Like, <laughs> can we curse on these things? Uh, is, yes. it, is, it, is it
0: explicit format? No. Oh, no okay, we cool. we can say whatever we want. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. <bitch>. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, well,
1: what was the uh, what was the thing I texted you that Vinny said in one podcast that I just died? Oh, uh, oh. Kang Gang Bang or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Kang <laughs> Gang Bang.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Kang Gang Bang. <laughs> the Kang Gang Bang. Uh, some people are part of the Kang Gang, but we're part of the Kang Gang Bang. That's right. We're sexual. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Could we be talking about Kang the Conqueror? I don't know. I think eventually we will, but not well, to, not today, yeah. not tonight, whenever you're listening Kang to Kang is inevitable. Thanos is inevitable. Yeah, I'm just saying. They like are both are. There you go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so for those of you who tuned into our live video last week, where Vinny and I reacted to the trailer in real time, less than an hour when it came out. I was on vacation. Vinny was going to bed. That's right. You can find that on my Instagram page, at CJ underscore 1293. Sorry. Couldn't figure out how to get it on the podcast Instagram page. No, I thought no, I saved no. the video. Evidently, it didn't save. It saved to my Instagram, but, you know. Anyway, we gave a because we, we gave a, 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 a quick little reaction to how the Spider-Man trailer officially came out. That's right. The night prior... Andreas, our guest here, texted me saying, The trailer leaked! The trailer leaked! Yeah, I think you actually you screenshotted
2: that and sent it to me.
0: <laughs> so,
1: and I was trying to be respectful of, of it too, because I didn't want to just send you the leak. I wanted to make sure, because some fans were split. Some fans were like, I'm going to wait for the actual trailer in 4K. I've been waiting for this. like, I'm not going to see some cheap copy. But you know what? Like They were keeping us waiting for too long. I was yeah. like,
0: I'm going to see whatever I can get. I agree you know, with others. that. Yeah. It's funny because Vinny and I were actually just talking about this before when he got here. I was saying how some fans are pissed at other fans because they watched the League trailer. I don't care to say. I watched the League trailer. It's exactly <laughs> what you said, Andreas. They, they've been teasing us for so fucking long Here's how I feel with about nothing.
2: You. We This is supposed to be like a Star Wars and, and Marvel split podcast. Yes. Right? Even on our Star Wars episodes, we brought up (laughs) Spider-Man.
0: It was completely
2: off topic. We still got there.
0: Yeah. If someone questions my loyalty, they should question their sanity. Exactly. I don't think any listener to this podcast questions their sanity. I mean, I question mine (laughs) every day, but who knows?
2: I haven't been sane since 2005.
0: (laughs) So, we have a lot to get into. So, we have the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. We have the Marvel What? If episode we, uh, three and four, we're going to kind of breeze over three, and we're going to talk mainly about four, how it will possibly tie into No Way Home. We also have uh, some news coming around. We have some rumored heroes appearing in the MCU very soon. We're going to get through some mm-hmm. of those in a little mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. Yes, we And are. we have uh, reports about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. About particular Scarlet Witch. Sp- particular Scarlet Bitch. Scarlet Bitch. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let's get into uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home first. That that's 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 the thing we've been wanting to see for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. So the trailer was released on August twenty third last Monday. Um, with the trailer being leaked, Sony decided to say, fuck it, let's just release it, which is actually smart of them. They mm-hmm. were smart to release it. They, When they released it to that CinemaCon that where they re- they're showing those movies, um, that is where they decided to say, you know what? We're going to release it to the public, too, and thank you for doing that. But you can hardly call this a teaser trailer, can't you, Vin?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was borderline like a trailer. It, like. So much was revealed during that teaser trailer. How Which, could it be called a teaser? Like, a teaser is, like, flashing a couple of scenes and then showing the release date.
0: You know, I would have been completely fine if in that teaser they, like, just showed the pumpkin bomb. Yeah. If would, they just showed that, that would have been great. But like
2: or, or the pumpkin bomb rolling across the floor, exploding, and then Doc Ock coming out of the smoke and saying, Hello, Peter.
0: That would have been it. So, anyway... Um, Andreas, I'll ask you, what was your initial reaction to finally seeing this trailer after waiting for it for so long where we thought to a point where some of us just like, fuck it, we're not getting no trailer? So I, the, the trailer, I mean, for me,
1: uh, I follow Reddit pages for Marvel and, you know, a couple like fandom Instagram and, and Facebook stuff. So I wasn't too surprised at the fact of like the William Defoe laughter and the and the pumpkin bomb, like you said. Um, the yellow Electro, uh, I guess I was most surprised by the little, the little tidbits and hints that they put in, like Dr. Strange acting all weird, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and how Doc Ock says Peter with confidence, almost like he knows what Peter he's talking to, like, you know, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, so... Uh You know, he's not just saying hello, Peter, to some rando that is in a metal suit that he hasn't, you know, that he met for the first time. Mm -hmm. So those little hints or those little like secrets. And then it's funny you mentioned about August 23rd, because uh, do you know that Marvel told us the date the entire time? We just didn't know in a a previous uh, Disney Plus series, August 23rd. Really? Yeah. Do you know where that's from? elaborate there was a hint so in wandavision when they're putting the heart on their calendar and they're trying to figure out why that heart was there and they align that that was their anniversary
0: that calendar date was august 23rd
2: oh shit
0: i did hear about this (laughs) that is crazy however i don't see sony being that smart i think of this as just a really really cool coincidence no, I know. Me too. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's pretty damn cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so we see in this trailer, like we we said, like Sony doesn't really know the concept of what a teaser trailer is, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for them, but fortunate for us, for those who really wanted to see so much of this <clears> movie, <throat> and they revealed a lot. And if they don't release another trailer after this, I'll be completely content. Honestly, you gave us something. So the trailer starts off with, as we live from far from home, uh, you know, Peter Parker has been exposed as Spider Man by Mysterio, by Jane John- Jordan Jameson, in his Alex Jones version of the Daily Bugle. I love that. Uh, me too. He's swinging through Manhattan, and MJ's trying to cover his face, and like, Spider Man is Peter Parker. Uh, he- <laughs> I hope he goes, and Hillary Clinton's a blood-sucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: they're putting some shit in the water to make all the frogs gay. That would make me
0: fucking piss my pants. <laughs> Oh, I'd love that. You know what'd be even funnier is if Alex Jones and J. Jonah Jameson were having a debate. dude, if did I ever show you the just it's
2: just Alex Jones' voices? Did I ever show you that YouTube video? No, but you it have just, to show
0: me you have to show me afterwards. Yeah, of course. Anyway, getting through the trailer real quickly, we see them scurry through the city. Peter's been exposed as Spider-Man. They're on the Queensboro Bridge, MJ and Peter. Uh, just Peter gets arrested. Uh, funny enough, that agent there—it's the same kind of agent when Tony Stark and the Avengers made that agency for who clean up superhero messes oh that's Apparently right they deal with rogue possible rogue superheroes as well yeah
1: um, it's that that's the agency that cleans up the stuff and what where they fired the vulture michael keaton's vulture right i mean it was like yes, the they showed up at the end department of, the end of, the movie, yes. of department of cleanup or i don't know what the fuck it's called i, I
0: think that's what it's called yes department of cleanup mm. so we see but, that but yeah. and, and uh, Peter's being interrogated, he's like, I didn't kill Mysterio, the drones did, there's drones that are yours, and then we see a shot of somebody with a bunch of files, bit of hairy arms, a, dr- a button-down shirt, and a black tie, and he looks like he's arguing, at least from what we can see, to the agent, now a lot of people have pointed this out online, and even called out this particular person of who this person could be, and Rumor going around the internet saying, that is Matthew Murdoch. That is Charlie Cox who played Daredevil in, uh, in the Daredevil series. Wow. Charlie well, Cox. It's
1: definitely Charlie Cox. It's definitely Charlie Cox. Uh,
0: Charlie Cox has, has outspoken and said, that's not me. Even though we talked about in this podcast a while ago that he canceled a Comic-Con appearance to uh, for some reason. And then just at the same time, Spider-Man No Way Home was doing reshoots. Yeah. Okay, that's not you, Charlie. Okay, we'll see it. But he, if it is really Charlie Cox, he's trying to hide this surprise. Yeah. Because so many surprises have been leaked by the internet uh, on its on their own already. So we have to assume that's Charlie Cox, and we see you know Ned and Aunt May being interrogated at one point. Happy Hogan's about to get fucking shot up. Uh, there's so much stuff going on here, and Peter decides to go to Doctor Strange to reverse this whole thing and you know he makes a spell and peter's tampering with it because he's just like wait what about mj what about ned what about aunt may and 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 you know dr strange is just trying to pull a rock being going shut up bitch Mm -hmm. so he's just trying to concentrate on the fucking spell wong tells him don't do it because it's dangerous he's like oh don't worry i won't winks and just tries to make this whole thing. We see Spider-Man and Dr. Strange. What looks like they're probably fighting potentially the Grand Canyon and all these trains, uh, the, the city's going out of whack. And then we eventually get to a point where we see a lightning, almost sand tornado. We see Peter in a suit and he's in some kind of portal. And for those of you who are wondering what that villain represents, the lizard, Mm-hmm. Andreas and I, we kind of it about it, but I meant to say this here is that someone heightened the brightness, and that is the lizard. It is the lizard, you know, Electro, and then we see the pumpkin bomb, as we saw, and the biggest of them all, Alfred Molina coming up and just saying, Hello, Peter. And Peter suits up in his Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. But I believe that is a fake out.
2: Yeah, it's not the same Yeah, thing.
0: That is... Now it has to be. that could be the same scene where they're on that bridge. But that's got to be Alfred Molina talking to Toby Maguire. Absolutely. Okay, so on the likelihood, because let's 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 not forget this. Nothing is confirmed officially until we see it before our very eyes. You know, the old mm-hmm. saying, I'll see it when I believe it. Now I think we all want, all three of us want Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire to show up in this movie. Of course. Right. But I think even if, and I'm not saying I don't want, him, want them in the movie, even if they don't show up in this movie, this is like the biggest, this is, I think still is the biggest Spider-Man movie ever made. Of course. And it's not even released to the public yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it
1: shattered, it shattered like the trailer views in like 24 hours, like Endgame, Infinity War, yes, all Yes, it did. Them. So.
0: Yeah, it got like 220 something million. Like the first four? Yeah.
1: I I don't even know.
2: Yeah. Oh. CJ, I think I forgot I completely forgot to tell you. What? But um remember Holly? Yes. Oh, Bel Castro. Yes. I spoke with her. Mm-hmm. She wants to come on the pod. For those of you that don't know, Holly Bel Castro was an extra in the Loki series. And uh she was an extra on the planet that was uh decimated by the moon exploding. If you guys recall that episode. Episode she, three. She was an extra both in, um, I think, when they were on the train. Mm-hmm. She was an extra on the train, and she was also an extra, uh, try, like one of the people trying to escape the city. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it worked directly with Tom Middleston.
0: All right. Well, uh, let her find out when she's free. Let's get her on the pod in, in the near future, and let's have a little interview. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Looking forward
2: to well, it. Well, I feel
1: like a sucky guest right now. <laughs> Compared to that,
2: I mean, Stop. were you in a Marvel movie
0: or a show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just
2: kidding. She's also working on a on another show that's live action, but she says she can't say anything more beyond that.
0: Okay, all right, man. All right, looking forward to it. Good to know. Good to yeah. know to interrupt that really quickly. Been trying to get Holly on the pod for a little while now. Yeah, just trying to figure out when your your schedule's free and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I keep asking you. You're like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, well... I <laughs> tried to be nice. nice. Okay. No, that's awesome. That is fucking cool. All right. So, I want to go around the table, and we're going to say just what our favorite parts of the trailer were. Andreas, going to start with you. What was your favorite part of this trailer, you know, made you go, oh, my God, oh, my God! Like, you know, well, everybody else. Besides Alfred Molina. Uh, I said Andreas. And, oh, sorry.
1: But, but, but besides, <laughs> yeah, besides Alfred Molina, um, I think it's just the small details, uh in this trailer uh which really got me like in in the beginning it opens up with peter and mj like laying next to each other on the rooftop which is kind of similar to i think it was spider-man 3 when peter and mj are laying together looking up at the stars and the venom you know kind of crashes down Mm -hmm. um with with toby mcguire um so i thought that was like and then I think Tom Holland even wears a similar suit to Toby Maguire in one of those movies. I th- I forgot it was Spider-Man 2 or 3 where it's like that that gray suit on the bridge.
0: Yeah, so, I think that's Spider-Man 3. Or yeah. I think, so I, I mean, I, I just appreciated
1: the the little things. What what's the biggest like WTF moment for me anyway is when Doctor Strange does that whole like outside the body, whatever that thing is called, that, that he does that move where you become your astral self. Yes. And, you, and you're and looking down. Uh, Spider-Man is holding, like, a box, which, from what I've read, is theory to be some sort of key or, 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 you know, some sort of dimension key to Dr. Shane supposedly locking up the villains and Peter, for whatever reason, wants to save them. So... I don't know that box thing that he's carrying as he's doing the actual move is is the biggest WTF for me, but um, I don't know what that
0: thing is. Well, the noise that just went off is a is a severe thunderstorm alert. Yes, I know. Thanks for interrupting the podcast, you fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I, I I've seen that too. That box is like almost like a multi a multiversal uh, prison to try and ca- capture the villains. So. Doctor Strange can figure it out and bring those villains home and I think they somehow obviously I think they're they're gonna like get to Peter and make him feel bad because that Spider Man is or Spider Man is the cause of the downfall of all these guys. Uh, Vinny, let's let's go back to you. What what is your favorite part of the trailer?
2: Um, so besides the really exciting stuff at the end, mm-hmm. um, probably seeing all the different Spidey suits that are gonna be in this movie. Yeah. There's at least like four suits that are in the trail in in this teaser trailer, because we saw we saw traditional, we saw Iron Spider, then we saw uh the black and gold, the black and gold, mm-hmm. and um I think there, there were only three there was only three so- there, I think there, only three, I think there right? are only three oh, okay. so yeah
0: still but still yeah yeah I would love to revisit Spider Noir. Yes, I love Spider-Man Noir. I mean, that's or Night Monkey as they called him in the, the Night movie. Monkey. Night Monkey. <laughs> Night Monkey. Night Monkey. Help us! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I. For me, I I think obviously everybody's favorite thing is definitely like you know just Doc Ock coming up going hello Peter. Yeah. And I already gave my thing. That's a little fake out right there. Uh, I also think there's some trailer trickery with the Iron Spider suit. Because we've seen in promotional uh, pictures and on merchandise, Peter's Iron Spider suit in this movie still has the gold spider in the middle, but it's red and black. Like I think we ta- mentioned before how I think the Iron Spider suit kind of attaches and adapts to the color of Peter's current Spider-Man suit. So I think that's some, oh, yeah. uh, some trailer uh, trickery from Marvel as per usual. Um, I, I One of the most simplest things that I absolutely geeked out about was Willem Dafoe's faint cackle and the, the, the pumpkin grenade like it was just oh my, oh my god because we're all around the same age the first Spider-Man movie we ever saw was Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. as Spider-Man and Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin um, I just it was one of those little subtle things I'm just like I can't believe they just admitted to that Yeah, that's absolutely insane so here's a little quick thing about Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin should he return in the same costume or they should they have more of a costume where Cause in the comics the goblin's mouth moved and spoke like an actual goblin face? Yeah. What do you think, Victor? I think everything's gonna be
2: updated. You think so? There's no way, dude. Every Marvel movie the costumes are updated.
0: Andreas, what do you think? Should they keep the original suit from the movie or should they give <laughs> him more of a clo uh more of a thing closer to the comics? So
1: it's funny that you say that because I guess because of these trailers that have been popping up, they've been showing like behind the scenes like uh, documentaries or whatever of the first part of that movie. And I guess originally Sam Raimi toyed around with the fact of like a live mask, just like a almost like a like a goblin mask that still moves. Um so I wonder if they go that route, but I'm gonna throw a wrench in there and I apologize. But part of me I want William Dafoe to be in this movie, don't get me wrong. But part of me thinks that the laugh or or his presence will more so be to corrupt somebody else in the film, not really? so much, not so much being the Green Goblin, i.e., you oh, know, i.e., Ned please as please. the as the Hob or New Goblin.
0: Don't be surprised. Do you, you think you said uh, taking over Ned and who else? So so, so
1: yeah, just influencing Ned because Ned would be Ned would forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man and maybe. Spider-Man does something to Ned, or does something to Ned's loved one by by accident. Maybe it, there's like a accident in like a big fight or something. And William Defoe's Green Goblin or 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 this this presence kind of corrupts Ned somehow, and he becomes the Hobgoblin because he lost some weight for this movie. Like he's he's lost he lost like probably like thirty forty pounds, wow. you know. So I don't know. Uh, I, I know I just threw a wrench in there, but
0: no, I think that's a pretty good theory as to I think what could happen after this movie, because Ned Leeds isn't one of the alter egos of the Hobgoblin, and I think I I don't know how this is going to play out. Like we don't know if if MJ, Ned, and Ant Man are going to remember that Peter is Spider Man or not after the spell happens. We don't know if that went into it, right? And because it could also be a thing. This the Peter could be going like. Wait, I'm just not gonna remember. And then, and then Doctor Strange can be like, "All right, fine. Your girlfriend can remember you're Spider-Man," and then adds more people. And he's like, "Okay, this is too much. Stop talking." Like, you know, there's still more details that we don't know specifically about that spell. So it, that could be a thing. Or like you're saying, Andreas, maybe he could forget that he's Spider-Man, and he something does happen. And I, I think that's possible that maybe the essence of the Green Goblin/Hom Goblin slash Hobgoblin could lead to Ned to where he he's able maybe to replicate. Um. Norman Osborn's technology, because Ned is a pretty smart kid too, just mm-hmm. like Peter. Um, that would be interesting. I could see that as like like a like a, like a post credit credit scene. Um, you know what I was thinking about? What?
2: Let's say that you know they use Defoe, right?
0: Which I'm sure they are at this point. Everybody,
2: yeah, everybody goes back to their own timelines at the end of the movie. Fucking mm-hmm. happy ending. There has to be a Doc Ock. And a Green Goblin in Tom Holland's universe at some point.
0: You're saying that, I mean, yeah, an Otto Octavius and a Norman Osborn variant, yeah.
2: What does that say about future Spider-Man movies? Because after this whole multiverse thing is over, they can re-release Tom Holland movies with these villains.
0: Well, yeah, they can. I mean... They're,
2: they're eventually going to be new I mean, people.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, you can do that because we also... I mean, we inevitably, hopefully, will get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield because they're variants of Peter Parker. Exactly. We learned from Loki that you don't have to look exactly the same to be a variant. Um, and I would... Who's to say that the Norman Osborn or the Otto Octavius of Tom Holland's universe, maybe they'll be bad, maybe they'll be good, you know? Yeah, who knows? Like... Like, one thing in the Spider-Man PS4 video game, Norman Osborn is the mayor of New York, and he hasn't become the Green Goblin yet, but this Spider-Man in this world in the PS4 video game has been Spider-Man for quite a while. He's in his mid to late 20s. He's living in New York on his own, so he's never experienced the Green Goblin as of yet. Wow. So there's many different liberties you can take with all of these things. Um, I will say, though, that Sony probably threw a thing of, like, all right, Marvel, you can have Spider-Man, but can you please somehow work the Sinister Six into one of your movies? You've been trying to do this for years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope Marvel fucking gets Spider-Man for a song, and I hope they get Venom for a song, because fuck Sony. Hmm. Fuck them.
0: Fuck them all. Anyway, so as we see the villains that we saw that were confirmed, Green Goblin, Doc Ock... Electro, Sandman, and the Lizard, but let's ponder a little bit as to who we think the sixth member of the Sinister Six potentially could be. Now I put up on our on our Twitter page at Fan Speculation all one word. I asked you guys, who do you think the who is the, going to be the sixth member of the Sinister Six? I gave you a few options. I gave you Vulture, Carnage, Scorpion, and Mysterio. Twenty-two percent of the vote, Scorpion and Vulture tied. 56% of the vote said Mysterio. Wow. Now, I'm going to ask you guys both. Uh, Vinny, I will start with you. Out of all the potential Spider-Man villains, and I'll give you a few more options because Twitter can only give you four options as far as who you want to put up there. So I said Vulture, Mysterio, uh, Carnage, and uh, Scorpion. We also, maybe could we see Rhino, Venom, Craven, Kingpin? Some really dark horse picks out there, Vinny. Who do you think could be the potential sixth member of the Sinister Six? Vulture. And your reasonings for Vulture are?
2: He is clear and and present in the universe.
0: That is true. How could he have escaped from prison?
2: They could do anything. Literally anything can break Vulture out of prison. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, he could break out of prison himself with Scorpion.
2: Yeah, he could break out of prison doing that. He, some of his old lackeys from being in the uh, alien tech business could break him out for some some reason. Maybe Doc Ock stays in Tom Holland's universe and breaks him out to start the Sinister Six.
0: Possibly. Who knows? Didn't think of that. Andreas, who do you think could be the potential sixth member of the Sinister Six in this movie?
1: Although I would like it to be either Vulture or Scorpion, um, I haven't hurt and maybe they're just that well keeping it hush hush. I haven't really heard any leaks on Keaton coming back or Keaton found on set. So I mean it could be just a well buried secret. Um what I thought I saw I can't take credit for this theory, so I I, I read it or, or listened to it on YouTube, but um around the Mysterio thing, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal's character, um I forgot the, the Quentin Beck, could rightfully be be dead like actually dead but if you remember in the movie there was like 10 or 12 people behind the facade of mysterio so what if it's just one of them taking up the mantle and and keeping up the the, the charade of mysterio but he just comes back in a different light so um that's what i think more practically will happen is that mysterio will come back it just may not be Quentin Beck
0: i'm thinking. Vulture, I think Vulture and Mysterio are the most likely. I, I think Dark Horse is like Craven the Hunter would be nice, but I don't think they're going to introduce Aaron Taylor Johnson into this movie. Um, you know, Carnage and Venom I think could be like an after credit type of scene. Rhino, um, it just has to be a different Rhino. Please don't bring back that fucking Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man two, the mechanical <laughs> yeah, one. Oh, um, I think Vulture and Mysterio are more of the, or, or even Dinofio's Kingpin would be nice too. But I see him as an after credit scene too. Um, but I feel like Mysterio really is uh, could have more of a claim for revenge than, let's say, Vulture. You know, Vulture knows who Peter Parker is at the end of Homecoming. And he doesn't give up Peter's name to Scorpion, to Matt Gargan, um, because he probably doesn't want anything happening to his daughter or his wife. Because, you know, they still know each other. They could connect them and everything. Um, so... I'm thinking that Vulture could be it, but Mysterio I, I Vulture was shown on like apparently toys and stuff. But what I would like to see is I would like to see Mysterio be the mastermind behind all of this. Yeah. Like he doesn't he didn't know about the multi, he he didn't come from a multiverse, but he knows about the multiverse. Yeah. And now he knows he's met all these other people who hate Peter Parker maybe not his Peter Parker but he's like I can find you Peter Parker to destroy a Spider-Man to destroy who ruined my life and my uh, rise to, the, to fame and glory yeah I think it'd be more interesting if Mysterio was the final member of the Sinister Six but I feel like it's more likely Vulture will be the sixth member of the Sinister Six hmm just cause yeah. like Vinny like you said he, he is we know he is there he, we know he's alive out there for sure yeah You know what i'm thinking about what the second time i said that
2: (laughs) um since peter is going to be completely unknown that Mm -hmm. he is spider-man yeah how is happy gonna like think about it peter owns the drones Mm -hmm. right that means he still owns stark x assets happy still works for stark industries Yeah. yeah He's probably like, who the fuck is this, this, who who the fuck that's is Peter Parker? Uh, I didn't think about that How either. How come he
0: owns all of Stark's shit? I don't know. That uh, Hopefully that's something that they will explain. You know what I mean? Because, again, we don't even know if the spell is going to work. We don't know if everybody still knows he's Spider-Man. We don't know if everybody, like, oh, oh you're Spider-Man? Who? What? Or it's like, oh, if you're Spider-Man, you're the devil, and this and that, and, like, people who hate him. Like, we could... We don't. We still don't know if that spell could work. We, that spell literally could have just brought these villains in and had nothing to do with making people forget Peter Parker was mm-hmm. was Spider Man because we saw him running in the gold and black suit in the the feast, uh, uh, fucking homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that the spell doesn't work and it only brings back the villains. What do you think, Andreas? Yeah, I
1: I don't really know about this one. All I know is that I. I personally don't think that's actually dr strange so the fact that he is pretending to do a spell that peter wants him to do but ends up you know further breaking reality and bringing in a a multiverse into their timeline and and, in their you know universe as in that state uh feels about right because that, that just and I don't know if we're, we're gonna go into this a bit deeper but that just did not feel like dr Strange like no we can't very into reckless it you know right. he, he just seemed reckless he seemed off he had like a, a fox U mug or something that he was holding like i I <laughs> forget what, what what mug that was but it just wasn't it didn't feel like Dr Stephen strange
0: so so that is the thing that I did want to go over. Um, all the theories around Doctor Strange. When you had texted me that last week, Andreas, and you said uh, that Doctor Strange could be Mephisto, I laughed because I'm like, oh, the, Mephi- the Mephisto uh, <laughs> memes and stuff are back, you know, Mephisto yeah. the Winter Mephisto, Mephisto Vision. Like, I-, I was texting him that, and then I saw like the next day, I'm like, oh no, these are actually like legit claims to these theories. Um, Vinny, if you're not aware of these, and for those of you who aren't aware, I'll explain real quickly. Um, Doctor Strange does seem a little quote unquote no pun intended. Strange in this trailer, because first of all, why would he be helping this young kid for no reason or whatever? I mean, even though if he is considered, you know, considers him a friend now because they, like you said, they saved half the universe. Um, some people have the kind of argument of, well, maybe he's too big for his britches and he thinks he can do anything because he was cocky and arrogant when we first met him. You know, you know, timing how long his, how fast his surgeries could go with people's lives. Um, he. Could think to himself like I can do anything now. I stopped half the universe. I know how to, I knew how to stop Thanos. I can help this kid with his problems, or it could be Mephisto trying for his own evil. Uh, Demands and his own needs, which this plays off the comic book One More Day, where it's short, not too long after Peter Parker had revealed himself as Spider Man in the Civil War comic, and he goes to Doctor Strange to try and get help because his family and his friends are in danger. Aunt May's in the hospital because people knew he was Spider Man and, mm. and it didn't look too great for her. Doctor Strange refused to where Spider Man went to Mephisto, where he went to and, and said, I want everybody to forget that I'm Spider Man. It pretty much retcon a lot of stuff for Spider Man. Uh, he's no longer married to Mary Jane. Harry Osborn comes back to life somehow. Uh, it, like everything just gets all out of whack for him. And it's a comic book that's kind of like not too well received in the mar- in, in Marvel Comics um, because it re- did retcon a lot of things. But it does kind of seemingly seem that this Doctor Strange could be Mephisto. What are you guys' thoughts on it? I don't know. I think Doctor Strange
2: is going to be like the only interdimensional being, if in that this, makes sense. In this movie? Yeah. I feel like he's going to be in complete control of it. Um, I don't think they're going to r- reveal a... Uh, unless Mephisto is supposed to be in the Sinister Six, is he? Mephisto is too big of a being, I think.
0: He doesn't need to be in the Sinister Six because okay. then it just becomes about him. Then, Then he's definitely not going to be in the movie. I could see him as an after-credit scene, possibly if they roll with this. But I don't see him being in the movie for that long. Andreas, what do you think? Do you think that Doctor Strange could possibly be Mephisto in disguise, or some or some other interdimensional being in, this, in disguise?
1: Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's either that, or and we can get into this in the in the what if episode. But maybe it's a different version of Doctor Strange, or
0: yes, that's it's it. a
1: it's a it's a Doctor Strange from another because. Yeah, I don't know when I don't know when this movie this new Spider-Man movie falls in the timeline of you know Kang the Conqueror dying and the multiverse starting to split or you know Scarlet Witch becoming the Scarlet Witch which is when those two shows meet at like that I forgot what it was like that that, that exact 27 minute mark or whatever that those both things happen at the same time so um, I don't know where this show falls in that. if the multiverse already had broken before Peter went to Doctor Strange, then that could potentially be a another dimension strange that is you know locked up. Our Doctor Strange is now wreaking havoc on on this timeline
0: that's very possible
2: like a double fuckinging
0: yeah <laughs>
2: like a double fuckinging
0: so um it, it's a thing for sure that. Wait, all the things unless
2: Doctor Strange at the time he casts the spell Mm -hmm. to turn back the clock for Peter is also the same exact moment, Wanda gets her split, and at the same time Loki gets
0: his split. Well, here's the thing: is that WandaVision takes place two weeks after Avengers Endgame, Um, Spider-Man No Way Home takes immediately after Far From Home, and that's about, I think, in twenty twenty four. Because we, we come back in 2023 for the Avengers, I believe. Is it right? Yeah, so 2018, 19, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, so it's because Betty says the beginning of far, far From Home, eight months ago, and then into that would be, I believe, 2024, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. So, but the thing is that with the sacred timeline, as he who remains, or Kang the Conqueror, as you want to call him, explained to Loki and Sylvie and even Mobius in the beginning of Loki, that the time, the sacred timeline is in a loop and it just keeps repeating and happening over and over and over again. So it's possible that even though Loki and Sylvie were in dimension outside of time and Wanda's events were in 2023 and Spider-Man Doctor Strange's events in 2024, that doesn't necessarily mean, just because they're separate parts of time, that doesn't mean that all these moments can't be connected. Hmm. Like we see with Loki and and WandaVision. So I'm thinking that... Again, because it is outside of time, sacred timeline... That all three of these events could have caused something. And it could have caused what we're seeing now. Hmm. So let's get a little bit into what if. Let's get a little bit into that with this Doctor Strange. So... Let's just try and go through kind of what happened in this episode of What If for now. And then we'll kind of get into... Because we're going to have to explain what happened for those uh, spoiler warnings. I always forget that. But if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you've seen the things we're talking about. (laughs) Anyway. So, this episode of What If was called What If Doctor Strange Didn't Lose His Hands But Lost His Heart. Oh, my God. This was a mindfuck of an episode. Do
2: you want to see... I'm sorry. This is so off-topic real quickly. I just got a uh, texted pictures of the corner where the um youth center is where the high school, you know, the high school block. Yeah, yeah. Look at how flooded it is. Yeah, we're doing this in the middle. There's a car underwater water on the corner there. Oh my god. That's Fern Avenue. That I don't think it's ever
0: flooded there. Let me see that real quickly.
2: Look at that. There's a Is there's it a raining a ca- super There's a car literally half
1: underwater on the sidewalk.
0: Oh my god. It's raining super bad by you guys yeah. right now? Oh, oh my God. Dude, Andreas, if you could see this right now, it's like... That's, like, really bad. Yeah, like, half the street is, like, flooded full of water. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry for those of you who are going through <laughs> that at this moment. Holy crap. Yeah, it It's be interesting driving home. Yeah, because Ashley called me in the middle of this, and she's saying how... She's over at our friend's house right now, and she's staying over here this week, and she's saying how that it's, like, completely flooded. Uh, We'll work about that later on. But anyway, um, back to this episode of What If. So, yeah, Doctor Strange, in this moment, in this timeline, he's appeared to have done everything our Doctor Strange has done in his timeline. Uh, Whereas, you know, instead of losing his hands, he loses uh, Christine, uh, played by Rachel McAdams. I believe they got Rachel McAdams to come back for this. I'm not sure. Um, And he goes to learn sorcery uh but at the same time he feels empty because he wants Christine back. We see him suffer and go through christine's death so many times and the h one comes to him and says her 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 death is an absolute would you say absolute moment in time yes yes an absolute uh absolute point or yeah, something. point yeah, yeah, yeah. absolute yeah. point that's what absolute it was. point too that that too or that, that's probably what it was um, saying to, to Doctor Strange you can't change this because her death is what makes you become the Sorcerer Supreme what makes you become the master of the mystic arts if this, this event has to happen no matter how many times you try to avoid it no matter how many times you try to change it it's just going to keep happening no matter what so we see that he did defeat Dormammu and being the episode Wong says don't do anything reckless or foolish And he does. The Ancient One, we find out, splits the timeline, his timeline, in two. But we'll get to that later. Doctor Strange just becomes obsessed with trying to stop time and trying to save Christine. And we learn there are two Doctor Stranges. An evil Doctor Strange that we see. And then a good Doctor Strange trying to stop the evil Doctor Strange. But the evil Doctor Strange is way too powerful. Oh, my God. What a crazy, 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 crazy part. And the evil doctor strange tries to save christine but everything is just being destroyed mm-hmm. to the point where the doctor strange even sense the watcher's presence yep and before the final moments he has like one little shield around reality collapsing into each other christine dies again and he's saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so i need to get your initial reactions to this episode andreas i'll start with you first <laughs> What 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 did you think when you first saw this
1: yeah, I, th- this was this was a, a crazy episode for me because how, how one event, I mean, one event can change Doctor Strange's whole perception and then how he he went into that, I, I forgot what, what venue that was, but it was almost that he was sucking all these beings like life force mm-hmm. and had to start small with like a little, looked like a garden gnome, I think was the first little creature and then kept going up and up and up and up. But like, seeing... Doctor Strange reached, like, super, super human, super sorcerer's potential and being evil at the same time was just a really cool thing to see, in my opinion. But, yeah.
0: I mean, it was. It was absolutely cra- crazy to see him just become so driven by this goal of bringing his love of his life back that he becomes evil and loses sight of things. But Vinny, what did you think?
2: I think... uh f well
0: it was very clear
2: once the strangers met each other mm-hmm. their differences like he was com- like bad strange was completely deranged you know like so focused on saving uh what's her name christine christine and uh like you know the real doctor strange was trying to reason with him,
0: and he's like he's like but they don't love her you know like mm-hmm. he was bugging he's it's just like that that guy he met in the library said Love can break not just one man's heart, yeah. but one man's mind as well.
2: You think that guy got split up at some point, too, because he had one blue eye and one red eye? Like what
0: happened to Strange oh. with, with the no, ancient the, one? No, the, the, the librarian. That's what I'm saying. Like when it happened to Strange, the ancient one split him in two timelines. Do you think that happened yeah. to him, too? Yeah, that might have happened to him at some point. That or just his eyes are just one's red, one's blue. Yeah. It just <laughs> kind of happens with most Marvel characters, too. But... This was absolutely insane that he, the length he was willing to go to save the one he loved, and he was so powerful, he sensed the Watcher's presence. He knew the Watcher was there. He knew Uatu was there. Even towards the end of the episode, like, I know you're there. I know you can stop this. And he's just like, you, I cannot, will not interfere. Yeah. So just give me another chance. Like, just try to give everybody else another chance. You messed with time and now it's you know you're uh, you're, you're paying the consequences i like that the final
2: the final monster he absorbed was the same tentacle beast that took peggy peggy yeah uh, yeah oh shit i didn't even
1: think of wow
2: yeah that's the same beast
1: i didn't even think about that
2: yeah and dr strange is like mm, calamari
1: yeah <laughs> calamari <laughs> so so that's interesting cuz um i i thought i saw promos or like teaser trailers of captain Peggy or Captain Carter, like with Dr. Strange. So maybe there's an episode in the future where they, they team up or she comes out of that portal with the monster when Dr. Strange is accessing that. It may be a different timeline, but I, I could have sworn I saw them both in the same promo together.
0: Hmm. Well, that could have been clever editing where Strange just goes, who are you? And then you see Captain Peggy Carter when she's saving the Bucky and the howling commandos. But, oh,
1: that's
0: but that could be it. But I do think – I've said this in the podcast before. I do think a lot of these characters are going to link up and meet up. We are going to get our own alternative version of, of the Avengers mm. because we've seen promo footage of, of a Black Panther, which I assume is Killmonger, Star-Lord T'Challa, Gamora, Daughter of Thanos, Party Thor, as he's called in this whole thing, Um you know, almost in their own shot of the of of the classic Avengers circle shot in the first Avengers movie. Yep. So I think these characters will meet, and I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange, this Doctor Strange, and and uh, Captain Peggy Carter will meet up at some point. Um, That'd be awesome. Before this episode came out, um, and it's it's neck and neck with how much I love the T'Challa episode. Oh yeah, Th- those two are—they ju- were the best. They have been the best episodes so far.
2: And I hate to say that because how how awesome Captain Peggy was, but
0: I know. But this really ha- i mean,
2: like, dude, Captain Peggy carried a sword and a shield. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fucking claymore. This She's this is
0: essentially Braveheart, Captain America. This, uh, I almost said sword. <laughs> this show, um, it has shown that, literally. Every single little decision matters for the fate of humanity, for the fate of the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Peggy Carter deciding to stay outside instead of staying in the booth, she became the first super soldier. Mm-hmm. Yondu letting his his idiots Craglin Taserface find Peter Quill, and instead they get the Chala <laughs> Taserface. Taserface, and st- like for the most part, things looked pretty good. Thanos decided to not commit mass genocide. Yeah. Nebula was actually looked normal for the only person that, wasn't like Smurfette. that was like
2: Rocket Raccoon.
0: Well, we didn't see Rocket or Groot. We don't know we don't know where they are. What's funny is but then with that being in mind, Drax's kids never got killed.
2: Yeah, And he's a bartender. And
0: he's a bartender. <laughs> um but in in that instance though, you know, we did see the Collector become like the big kingpin of space. Yeah. Um we see that happen, and then fast forward through. You know, it seems like T'Challa, It seems like why didn't T'Challa become Star Lord? Like, so like it seemed like this was best for humanity. Well, then we see Ego go to the to the Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. and he finds Peter, and yeah. yeah. So, so it turns out that it wasn't necessarily the best for humanity.
2: And that's an that's an entirely different Peter Quill too. Like he. Mm. Uh, you know, he wasn't raised by Yandu, doesn't have any skills, he's just a fucking goofball he's working an, in a Burger King.
0: I I mean, if anything, he's Andy from Parks and Rec. For real. Oh my god. Like yeah. he's he's Andy. He's <laughs> he now he really is Andy. He really is Andy, yeah. You're so right. <laughs> so I would say and even still, like even though all these outcomes are some of them are really sad, some of them are really happy, some like just insane. Every single one. It shows, like Uatu's was like, this is not what was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Even with episode three, where where Hank Pym, uh, Ant Man, is fucking killing all the other Avengers before the Avengers can even start. There's theories going around that what if Bucky was the one who killed Hope because Hope went to the same place that Black Widow did in Winter Soldier. I don't remember where she said she was going. Oh, I saw that. I s- that's uh, Vinny. Vinny sent us that. Yeah, he sent us that. So that's what I think. Um, but overall, I'll ask you guys, Andrea, start with you. What has been your favorite episode of this series so far? There's still more to come, but what's been your favorite so far?
1: Um, it's a tie between the T'Challa becoming Star-Lord and the killing off of the Avengers. Uh, The killing off the Avengers, I just thought that was so, like, Crazy to think about. Of what if one of these side characters, like like you're saying, Hank Pym, was was in that case, but like knew of all these super beings and and caught them before they had a chance to, you know, like the the dude shot an arrow through through Thor before he touched the hammer and made it look like it was Hawkeye, uh, you know, because he he kicked his arm, being super, you know, super small in that nano state, so. Um, I thought I thought that was a really cool episode. Although I think story wise, um, the the, t- the t- T'Challa one was was better. So,
0: mm-hmm. Vin, what, yeah. about, what about you? Favorite episode you've had so far? Um,
2: I'll have to agree that the T'Challa one was the best. I have to because it was it was so cool. They included Peter Quill at the end, and we even got to see Ego again.
0: That was Kurt Russell. Yeah.
2: And I yeah. love you know I love Kurt Russell. Oh, you
0: love Kurt Russell. You've said it many times. He's fucking amazing. I I sometimes
1: get confused who's the original voice actor and what's' it's it sounds alike, but you some don't, people you don't they really could know get, until the like, credits.
0: They couldn't I know they couldn't get um what's his name? They couldn't get Chris Evans to be Steve Rogers, even though it did sound a lot like Chris Evans. Yeah. But that was Kurt Russell. He did appear in the opening credits. So, I mean, it was the one line, so I guess it was pretty easy for him to get him in there. Um, my favorite has been T'Challa as Star-Lord, but this Doctor Strange episode is, like, right there. Oh, my God. It is right there with how good it is.
2: Ego's line is the same as fucking Alfred Molina's. He walks into the burger th-
0: joint, and he goes, Hello, Peter. He does. Uh, sorry, <laughs> we're close. I thought you, my good looks would help you recognize me. And then his eyes glow all blue, and then... Pfft, who knows? I've also theorized that what if the alternative Avengers are fighting Ego at the end of this? Whoa. Like, Ego could be a big bad. Or, um... Ego could be a big bad. Yeah, but Kurt Russell's gone with the character, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, multiverse, you never know anymore. Um <clears throat> Yeah. Overall, I've been loving What If... This has been an amazing, amazing series so far, and I can't wait for this stuff to go in. And, guys, we still have a few more things we need to get into before we wrap up the podcast here because I'm looking at the time. Uh, we're going to go with a couple more stories here, and we're going to speculate and ponder as to what we think could happen. First, I'm going to go a bit of a bit of a news story here. Uh, Josh Brolin apparently is set to return as Cable in Deadpool 3. Mm. So your Whoa. thoughts, your reactions. Um, Andreas, what, about, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, uh, I I haven't
1: heard of this one. I loved uh, rolling his Cable. I thought it was hilarious about the Thanos references. How Deadpool always breaks that fourth wall and goes into separate universes. So I think this would be cool. I the only way that that would make sense is um, does he does he have the power to time travel or does he have a device? I don't that think lets he. I don't travel? think he
0: does. I don't know if we mentioned this on the pod now or or prior, but before we start recording but i don't think cable has it anymore deadpool used it but i don't think he has it anymore
2: i think uh oh. i think something's okay. gonna happen where cable is gonna get some that tech back and that's how they end up in the multiverse
0: really well i mean it's highly possible I, I
2: mean dude he did the thing with cork that's all i needed to know
0: yeah I, <laughs> for sure um I would love to see Josh Brolin back as Cable. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. I think Josh Brolin should stay in the MCU. Uh, Thanos, you know, I think it. we wish we probably could have gotten more of Thanos, but I think what the time we got was perfect. But even him as Cable is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I would even just love a thing of just where he's so zip it Thanos again, and he's with some of the Avengers. Thanos, what? And they just scare him. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, How I think a lot of these characters could be introduced just by no reason whatsoever is Multiverse of Madness. Deadpool could literally have one cameo in Multiverse of Madness and just be like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be here. And just just ditch. (laughs) So I'm thinking we could see those guys appear. But we have reports and rumors saying that Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, is set to fight a Fox Universe character. Now that could mean a few, that could mean a few things here. So the person reporting reporting upon it, I can't remember the person's name or Twitter handle. But here's some of the speculation that it's going to be an X Men character. You could say Fantastic Four, but I wouldn't want it to be a Fantastic Four. None of those characters should be in Multiverse of Madness, in my humble opinion. Um, so I put up a poll on Twitter at fan speculation for you guys, and I gave you the choices of. Jean Grey, Professor X, and Magneto. So, so we reached with 38% of the vote total is Magneto, 33% Jean Grey, and 29% Professor Charles Xavier. So, now, I didn't necessarily give any versions of these characters because two different actors have played every single one of them. But I'll ask around the room, Vinny, between these three characters... Which version would you like for each? Would you prefer Ian McKellen's Magneto or Michael Fassbender's Magneto? Fassbender. Andreas Fassbender or... Mac-
1: Fassbender.
0: Right answer. Okay. Uh, let's let's talk about the potential of Wanda fighting Magneto. Now, this would be interesting for many reasons. Why? Because, well, in the comic books, Magneto is the father of Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. They were even in the Brotherhood of Mutants sometime, at one point. So we see that you know it would just be really cool really nice just to see these two fight um who do you th- you think wanda might get the upper hand in this andreas if she's fighting Magneto? I mean, the, the
1: the way that wanda is especially now that he's the scarlet witch i feel like he's like fucking op compared to x men characters like he can just literally bend Fabric of reality and like turn Magneto into like a plush toy, like like I mean. So, if I think of the powers and the and and the and the sheer power that Scarlet Witch has now, and the and the Magneto's in the 20th Century Fox movies, I think Scarlet Witch is going to have like a field day. (laughs) You know, like
0: she for uh, sure is going to have a field day. She is, um, she she definitely. She, it'd just be really cool considering how, you know, it's, it's, it's her father and it would, I don't know if they ever established it in the, in his, in his universe, but maybe he could just say like, just be Wanda and like, and how do you know my name? And just like, you're my daughter, just something would be really cool to that effect. Um, Ian McKellen's Magneto would be nice. But I don't necessarily think Ian McKellen would be up to doing these movies because he's been there, he's done it so many times. I just feel like he's kind of done with the character. What do you think, Andres?
1: Yeah, not only is he done with it, but like I mean, he's getting older too. So,
0: I, and I think, I think the fans
1: appreciate Fassbender more. So, if I'm Marvel and I'm trying to revitalize the the X Men movies, I would I would bring back Fassbender.
0: I think so too, considering he's also. Um because he's always <clears throat> I even though he hasn't been in as many I mean I personally think that Fastbender's Magneto is much better than uh yeah than what's it than McKellen and not to say anything bad about McKellen because McKellen's uh, performance as Magneto is is great it's one of the first big supervillains we saw on screen like the X-Men movies were before the uh the Spider-Man movies people tend to forget that Um, you said before that Wanda is a bit of a, you know, she's a very powerful being. Um, but one of the persons who could probably match her is Jean Grey. Now the Phoenix is like the most powerful mutant in all of, of the comics. Um, now I'll say this. Who do you think should be, who would be here? We'd see Sophie Turner's Jean Grey, or we could see what's her name. I can't remember her, the actress's name. Who played Jean Grey in the in the original movies? Um, Andre, who do you think, Andreas? Which Jean Grey would you like to see?
1: I think it's going to be a recast if it's a new Jean Grey. R-
0: really, you don't think they'll bring either one back?
1: No, no. I, I think the what was it? I think there was a movie, The Dark Phoenix. I, I don't. I didn't even see that movie because right. I heard it was just trash.
0: <laughs> I didn't either. Like, like I, I, I heard it was bad. I, so I don't see how you
1: bring back that actress at all. You know, like I mean, Sophie Turner's gravitate towards her.
0: She's good. It's just the problem is I think a lot of these actors they chose were good for their roles. It's just they just didn't have good writing. You know, it's like Angel Garfield. I think is a great Spider Man, but he just has shit material. Just look at the Amazing Spider Man too. So yeah, that was I, that was bad. I mean, I I think that. Sophie Turner could, I think, bring her back, and I didn't see Dark Phoenix either. But I think you could bring back Sophie Turner, and she could have a pretty decent, um, a decent showing at um, as as Jean Grey, and maybe have Wanda be more powerful than her. Who knows? Um, but the final person that possibly could be coming, and and who I gave the uh, the options to, is Professor Charles Xavier. Now. I think I we're on the same page here that I think the one who should be there is Charles Xavier is Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, I don't
1: know. You prefer McIntyre? I kinda liked I, I kinda like the young uh Xavier. McIntyre's um, good. He's a great actor. Oh J- James McCoy. yeah. Yeah. I, I think um and and when I think of Charles Xavier, I think of uh, the first other character I think of is Wolverine, right? Because of that connection that they've had and and, and mm-hmm. how Logan was so hesitant to join this super crew and Xavier somehow convinced him. But um, when I think of like bringing back Sir Patrick Stewart, I almost think about it being the same as bringing back uh, Hugh Jackman as Logan. And I, I think I that movie Logan was such a good swan song for those characters like Xavier and and Hugh Jackman alike Uh, I don't think I don't think either of them comes back to be honest
0: but I mean Patrick Stewart he did speak about how um with Kevin Feige he did say that it seemed he he did say that it seemed like uh, he, he tried to meet with Kevin Feige to do something with Charles Xavier and to bring him for some capacity into Marvel um but nothing ever happened. And he did mention how he didn't really want to return to the character because he felt like Logan was a good end. But that's the great thing in the concept of the multiverse is that you can bring any of these characters and you don't necessarily have to bring them at the end of where they were. You can take them at their prime time of existence and they can be their most powerful, their smartest, their most agile. So you could do that with Charles Xavier – um, Vinny, I'll ask you with uh, with Charles Xavier. Who would you rather see? Would you rather see uh, Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy?
2: If I get fast Bender, you give me McAvoy.
0: Really? Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, you guys are on the same page.
2: I am. James so- McAvoy is a completely underrated actor. That man deserves oh, yes. the fucking world, and he does not get the recognition. He played in a movie where he had twenty three different personalities.
0: Split. I fucking love Split. <laughs> I, I don't
2: give a shit like people people play like special needs like there's actors that play special needs uh, characters that is in no way equivalent
0: to that because he
2: that guy's playing 23 other fucking people
0: I know James McAvoy doesn't get the credit he deserves yeah and he pulled an, it off he he was, it was it was realistic he did he did but I am just I feel like spender you get one side of that character. And then you get Charles Xavier, like, because I, because I truly think like, Charles Xavier is strong, is OP, no matter what age you bring him in. Whereas I feel like Fast like just, Fast Bender's Magneto is just the thing where it's like, oh my god, like he embrace, like he is Magneto to me. And I, and I said before, I love McKellen, and he was the first big real bad guy we saw in a movie in Marvel.
2: That's fucking Gandalf. It is Gandalf,
0: about. but. Fastbender is Magneto to me and if they could somehow incorporate and bring him into our universe and he is the Magneto of this universe I would just love that I would absolutely love that because he should be keep playing Magneto mm-hmm. he should um, but overall out of all these choices who would you guys prefer Wanda fight Vinny I'll start with you would you rather her fight if you only have one Magneto Fassbender Okay, Andreas.
1: Magneto fast bender.
0: Then I will be the odd man out. I will say Sir Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier. Oh. I will say that he is the most powerful mind, the most powerful one of the most powerful mutants until, you know, Phoenix comes around. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's
2: essentially humanoid Yoda.
0: Yeah, I mean pretty much. He is the wisest and he's powerful. So, I would love to see that. I mean, there's a lot of different rumors about multiverse of madness in the case of where, you know, Peggy Carter could show up and, you know, Toby Wire Spider-Man could show up, considering Sam Raimi is directing this film. Um, there's also the chance of, you know, this Doctor Strange that we see in What If showing up. I've been saying for the longest time, get evil Doctor Strange versus good Doctor Strange. We did get that in this episode with the fight they had, mm-hmm. but I would still love to see but this Doctor Strange and our Doctor Strange in this movie having a big old fight. Yeah. Because this is gonna be horror esque as well. Mm-hmm was Sam Raimi. It's not going to be full horror, but it is going to be horror-esque, which I'm barely looking forward to. Yep. I would say... That... Oh, now I remember. (laughs) Losing my train of thought here. Um, I guess to wrap up things in the podcast, because we have been going for a little over an hour now, um, there are some new heroes that are rumored to be coming to the MCU very soon. Now... I'm going to go over some of the bigger names here and mm-hmm. some of the names that appear to be coming. Uh, I'm going to start off a little, little small and then work my way up. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, the first superhero that appears to be coming soon is Captain Britain. Captain Britain, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, he was in a, in a motorcycle accident. I learned about this. And mm-hmm. that in his, before he died, Merlin and his daughter apparently gave him the chance of to live. If he's, you know, and if he swore to protect his his family and his country, and he he accepted, and he is a multidimensional being. So you're telling me that Captain Britain
2: is King Arthur, but interdimensional.
0: Possibly, he has all the powers and all the same things as as uh, as as Captain America, but he also can travel for the multiverse because Does
2: he carry Excalibur.
0: I don't know what he does. I hope. I, I Possibly. That'd um, be really
2: fucking cool, because that's like the only so, cool thing England has.
0: <laughs> hey, oh, whoa, whoa, what about the Beatles? All right, fine. And, you know, Led Zeppelin,
2: Black Sabbath. Fine, fine. Music aside, that's the only fucking cool <laughs> mythical thing that England has.
0: <laughs> Captain Carter. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> fine. <coughs> Bazinga. Uh, and anyway, so... Yeah, he has what's also called a multidiversal thing of a group of different Captain Britons called the Captain Britons Corps. He's rumored to come into it with also how Marvel apparently wanting Henry Cavill to come in. Oh, the fo- I guess you can say the former Superman. Love that. Um, him coming in to play that character, but also him possibly to play this character. We talked about this a little while ago, Hercules. That'd be awesome. Hercules is also rumored to come to the MCU. He's pretty much just like Thor with all his powers. He just can't fly and he can't just shoot lightning out of his hands. Cool. Which I think we're pretty familiar with Hercules, the character. He's Greek mythology. Super strong. Yeah. Uh, that would be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, this next big one, Nova Prime. Who's that? No, Or, Ooh. sorry, Nova. Now, Nova, I learned that he is... Apparently, when the the power of Nova, being Nova Prime, gets the power gets passed on to different people. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see the decimation of Xandar in Infinity War. But um, was that, that was Glenn Close who played the Nova Prime, right? Yeah. That was Glenn Close. Okay, it was Glenn Close. So we didn't see what happens and who the alter ego of Nova is who gets his powers. But apparently that thing is passed on. Um, the Nova Core was a thing in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. So I would fully expect him to see here. Um, let's, but let's get into these two big ones. Okay. First, we talked about them earlier. Let's talk about him again, Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Okay. So, going around the room here, or the in, the internet with with Andreas. Um. Yay, yes or no on, on a scale of one to ten, how likely is Charlie Cox's job as Daredevil? Andreas, I'll start with you. Sorry, I mean. Uh, I
1: think it's. I think it's pretty damn likely, especially yeah. that he's rumored to be in uh, No Way Home. And I thought. I love the Netflix series, um, the Luke Cage, Daredevil. Um, uh, who was the chick again? Jessica Jones. Um, Jessica Jones. I love those shows. I was super pissed when they they canceled another season of Daredevil. So um, I love Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Such a great job. Um, so gritty. Like when he was wearing that, the the I guess you could say the homemade suit of the the black scarf around his eyes and everything like that. It was, it was just right out of the comic. So I really hope he comes back.
0: Well, I mean, daredevil Matt Murdoch very well could be appearing in far from home as sorry, no way home as Peter Barker's lawyer. Uh, We don't know if he'll show up in any other capacity in Marvel uh, as well in the near future, but I think daredevil would probably get introduced maybe in an after credit scene for no way home. Um, I would say it's, Definitely, I would say a 9 out of 10 that Matt Murdock will appear in No Way Home. And the other character to talk about, we'll get into him real quickly, is Ghost Rider. Now, Ghost Rider... Whoa. Ghost Rider is another character people have been wanting for a long time, and he's another character that... Just give could, me Nick Cage. I don't... Nicholas Cage. No. Just give me the Cage. Me that
1: National Treasure map. Everybody no. forgot
0: about Ghost Rider. Where's too. that
2: map? Everybody forgot about it. Did... I just thought of this. I feel like they just gave Nick Cage a, an eight ball of cocaine and filled him for 16 hours. Did, I, I thought for, of this. I for thought for of Ghost this.
0: Rider too. Every single Marvel entity that's outside the MCU is technically canon to the MCU because of the multiverse. Oh, give me the Cage. So that means that, me the rage, shitty, cage. that shitty <laughs> Ghost Rider movie and those shitty Fantastic Four movies and Howard the fucking Wait, duck. We don't have to get Cage. Are you thinking who I'm thinking? What if he what if they give us that that fucking
2: old Western dude? M- oh, remember from Ghost Rider 1, he yeah, rides the horse? Yeah,
0: yeah. What if we
2: get that guy? That guy's awesome.
0: Whoa. I mean I out of all the things from that Ghost Rider movie, that was he was my about fa- the coolest fucking thing. That, that was, was my it. That was my favorite part in the whole movie, yeah. where they're riding together, where he's riding the horse and Johnny's riding the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I still don't want the it gets
2: passed on to you. Everything starts to taste like ash, and that's what it's like to drive a F one fifty.
0: I um, I don't want Nicolas Cage though. Um, I thought you were gonna say Keanu. Oh my! Remember that concept- remember that concept art we saw a little while ago on the pod? Give, Whoa. Give me that. I, I mean, I don't know who they get for a Ghost Rider. Um, but I feel like he could easily be introduced as an after credit scene for Multiverse of Madness because he does fight interdimensional beings and like Nightmare these and These are Mephisto. superheroes that got confirmed? These are superheroes that are rumored to be entering into oh. the MCU in the near future. Moon Knight is,
2: yeah. like, happening.
0: Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah, the 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 leaked photo of Poe. Knight. Yeah, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing uh, Moon Knight. That looks really Moon cool. Po. Moon Poe. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Poe. Moon Poe. You got a moon pie, a moon bow. That's moon 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 Damron. moon damrin, <laughs> <Poe Knight>. po night, <laughs> po I like that,
2: po <laughs> night, po night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just eat BB-8 and next wing fighter. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm the future is looking very, very good. Um, I think Hulking is another character. I forgot about him. Hulking, he is a similar uh character. About all I know about Hulking is that he. Is he's has very similar powers to the Hulk, and that he is um he he marries Wiccan. Mm. Wiccan and him are like like the the like the LGBT couple in the Marvel comics, which great, which I am always for. Yes, I am always for making new characters and mm-hmm. shining light to that community where where it sh- we should have it because yes. Wiccan is a great character. Now Wiccan is Billy Billy Maximoff. I think, Maximal, for those I think who the, don't the best
2: thing to do is just include it and not like make a big deal about it Mm -hmm. like making a big deal about it makes people feel. i feel like when you make a big deal about it that's when people get uncomfortable if if it's just added in casually like everything else it's normal
0: yeah which i think we could also be seeing you know we've mentioned before billy and tommy maximoff very soon but as teenagers in multiverse of madness
2: Mm. yes
0: Andreas, I don't know if you were aware of this a little while ago, but there was a leaked scene, apparently a self-tape with someone who was auditioning for the role of Tommy Maximoff, uh, and he appeared to be in a prison. Now, he wasn't actually in a prison, this kid, but the the uh, the, uh, the audition tape that he did appears that Tommy's in prison. What are your thoughts mm. about that? Well, I, I –
1: so wait. So so Maximoff is in prison? Uh,
0: yeah, r- real quickly, before we close up the pod, uh, there is an au- there was a leaked audition tape where apparently Tommy is speaking to somebody. The guy auditioning for Tommy was auditioning to, for somebody. Um, sorry, he's auditioning for Tommy, and it appeared he's talking to someone, whether it be a mother or a sister or a girlfriend, because it's a woman he's speaking to. And the woman is reading the rhymes for Billy, and he's reading lines for Tommy. Tommy appears to be in a prison, um, and he's been call- he was causing crimes. He... He uh, apparently is like homeless, and people vilified superheroes, and he was hated. Billy lied and said it's about mom. He's like, "What about mom? I'm not okay. It's not about mom. I need your help." Blah blah. blah. I'm thinking this could possibly maybe be a future we see, and maybe it could set up the Young Avengers. Oh. Yeah, I mean we well, got the, a, we got a lot for the Young Avengers. Yeah, characters. Well, there.
1: Uh, well, Wanda, Wanda hears the her 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 kids crying for help at the end of WandaVision, right? Yes, she does. Okay. So, so that, that's possibly that scene of them in trouble and, and calling out for help. And she hears it through the multi interdimensional or whatever kind of cracking that's going on.
0: I think so too. Um, I'm thinking that's what's going to be happening. I'm just hoping with all these characters from multiverse of madness, everybody gets a chance to shine and it's not so overly done, but I was thinking to myself, if they're gonna, if they threw all these characters in Infinity War and Endgame, and all these characters are about to happen in No Way Home, I'm sure they can do it for Multiverse of Madness, where everybody will get another enough chance to shine, to the point where everybody will look good and no one will overshadow anybody else. Yeah. But overall, I think we got to what we need to get to on the podcast. We're going over a little bit over an hour on this one, about a little <laughs> hour, 12, hour, 10 minutes. Cool. Um, we got about everything we wanted to get into as far as this podcast episode goes. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Andreas, I want to thank you, brother, for coming on. Uh, this was a lot of fun. You are more than welcome any time to come back. Uh, Absolutely. Is, is there anything you want to tell the people that you got going on or – you want to tell you? To no, you no, to... not
1: that much. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, super excited to. I, I, it's funny, like, I'm, I'm so a comic book nerd at heart. I remember going uh, in in Lynnhurst, Um, no, not Lynnhurst, North Arlington, but still on Ridge Road. Paradox Comic. Yeah, it's
0: still there, it's still right? There. I, it, it's still wait, it's still there. Yep.
1: Yeah. Holy shit! Okay, damn. All right. Um, but no. So to 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 talk about this kind of stuff and then. I was sharing with CJ some of the people that I watch on YouTube um, for like reviews, like new rock stars or or what's the other guy? The the sorry for the J, but yeah, similar people that we watch uh, for movie reviews and whatever. So appreciate you guys having me on and and talking about this kind of kind of fun stuff. So it, it, it's it's yeah. it's like a childhood child, it, it makes me make, makes you feel like a kid again, kind of thing, you know. So.
0: Good. Well, whenever you have the time, you can be our rotating third 3rd uh, co-host. That's right. Ooh. You can come but, in whenever uh, you can. You're welcome anytime, buddy. Thanks for coming. I wasn't
1: in any kind of movies or TV shows, Vinny, but but I guess I made the cut. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> as long as you're up to date what we're talking about on the episode, we're fine. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Yeah, Vinny yeah. bring, brings up shit to me all the time that I have no idea what he's talking about. Like, no, I haven't seen it. I feel no, like I that, that's
2: it. my that's my job on this <laughs> podcast is to yeah. just not talk about anything that's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: let's wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of uh, Fan Speculation. Uh, thank you, Andreas, again for coming on. Uh, please be sure to be following us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Twitter uh, at Fan Speculation, all one word. Uh, Instagram at Fan Speculation underscore Pod. Um, you know. Please be sure to be sharing with your friends. Like uh, you know, listen to us in your favorite op, podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Podcast, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever just, you can just find. Just just listen on all of them as much as you can. Uh, if you have an iPhone, well, get an Android. Listen to it on Stitcher. If you not if you have an Android, get an iPhone or iPad. Listen to an Apple podcast. Listen mm-hmm. to us everywhere. Five star mm-hmm. reviews. Share everywhere you can find this podcast we appreciate every single one of you who listen to us every single week uh thank you all so much and if you missed it last week i did release my star wars uh the force awakens rewrite that was right. last week's episode while I was away on vacation. Very good. Let, thank you very much. Uh, it, let me know what you thought about that because Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker will be coming in the future. I just have to get the ball rolling on riding with them. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation uh, for Andreas Palacars coming in all the way from Houston, Texas <laughs> to, to podcast in Vinnie, uh, you should say your fucking name. I'm fucking Vinnie Carini. You are fucking Vinnie Carini. That's right. Get it right. I'm CJ Palmasano. Thank you all (laughs) so much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Kang Bang. (laughs) Kang
1: Bang.